and we are rolling. So thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and this is Abroad Madness. Welcome back for another episode. I mean, I'm just going to tell you a little story. Like my first time at Onsen, yeah, I was I was 19. Oh, okay. And it didn't go well, but it was kind of like bizarre. So basically, I I, I was in Kyoto for like one week. Okay. And I went like I just look up on I I looked up on the computer. I guess yeah. I, I, I don't think I had a smartphone at the time. So I just looked at on the computer, like the closest onsen to the hotel that I was staying. And so I just went to the first place I knew and it was quite nice and there was no one there. Oh. So I was just like alone there for, for some like 10 or 15 minutes. Right. And then this gentleman came in and he was a sumo wrestler. Oh. <laughs> and so when he went in the bath, <laughs> half the water went out. <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, he was fluent in English, and he was like, hey, where are you from? Are you enjoying Kyoto? He was super nice, even though we didn't have half the water. He was so nice, and we, we just had, like, this spontaneous conversation. I just felt like, oh, I see. So this is a place where, you know, you can speak to someone and not be afraid of it. I mean, you're not supposed to speak with random strangers in nonsense, but if someone does, it's not creepy. It's just, it's just being friendly. Right. So that was changed my perception on it because I was also so scared. Like, first time, I was like, uh, well, if someone sees me, like, they want, like, my imperfect body, which is like, who cares? No one's watching. Like, no one... <laughs> no one's looking, like, for sure. No one... I mean, people are definitely... They look at you, but then it's just, like, for a second, it's just like, oh, you, okay. Or, like, they yeah. just look at you because you are either in the bath that they want to be in or you're just in the way. Exactly, yeah. Right, because I've definitely yeah. had situations where I'm like just eyeing because some of the onsen, some like it's just tiny. It's just very tiny and I'm just looking and just waiting for the yeah, people to true. get out or just like, okay, like that's like my next destination. <laughs> but that's really it. When yeah. people are in the onsen, as, uh, I think mostly Japanese people, they're just there to just chill and relax and just... Like chill and relax. Yeah. Did you did you ever have any like onsen horror stories? No, actually no. I only I have one which is quite recent. Like I went oh. to this Sento. Okay. Uh, near my place. It's a really good place. I I love it. I go like maybe once a month or something. Except uh-huh. in the summertime is too hot, so I don't go, but usually yeah, once yeah. a month. And uh, recently, you know, you have COVID but the onsen is still open. So people go and they, they just don't talk as they used yeah. to, but still open. And there was this old man, he was spitting everywhere. Oh. He was like, he would walk two, three steps and then he would like uh, spit like very loudly. Uh, like old men people spit. do. Exactly. It was like, even before that was disgusting, but now oh, everybody's so sensitive about right, it. It, right. it. It just ruined my experience for the day. But I, I still went back because I assumed that, you know, like that old man ain't going every day, right? <laughs> <laughs> And I still like the place, but I was kind of like bummed out because, yeah, it was too much. But other than that, like all my onsen experiences were pretty good. Right. I, I would say one of the things I'm going to miss the most when, I, when I'm when i out of Japan, when I'm somewhere else, yeah, I'm going to miss having, because it's so, it's so cheap as well. Like you go to a nice onsen, right. even if it's an expensive one, you don't spend more than 3,000 yen unless no, it's a private no, no, onsen, no. right? I think like yeah. yeah like I think most onsen would cost like around one thousand yen, and that's exactly, that yeah. we already think it's kind of expensive already like you know yeah if right. it's like seven hundred and fifty you still it's okay think, it's yeah, okay it's, uh, it's standard okay. standard yeah then like if you go to Europe like most spas that have kind of like similar thing they'll cost you at least like 
40 or 50 euros, which is around, you know, 6,000 6, yen 7, or, seven, or seven, yeah, 7,000 yen. So Damn. expensive. Damn. I guess you just, you just yeah. need your yearly trip back to Japan then. <laughs> well, if there was no COVID, I would totally do it. <laughs> well, I mean, how I, long? I, I, I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to say it. But... I would say it's going to take up the whole Greek alphabet. You know, we're in Omicron right now. Wait, it's going so, up all the letters in the wait, alphabet. So, uh, Delta, um, Omicron is all, wait, how many letters are there in Greek? I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm going to say it's like 30, probably, oh. or 20-something. Or Hopefully not long. Wait, I yeah, I hope, I, I, I hope we can like go back to the old ways in less than one year, but I'm not so optimistic. Um... But yeah. I mean, we'll adapt. True, true. I think we'll, as, we'll find a way. As humans always always do, we will adapt. And, and we go back to anthropology, see? As humans <laughs> always do. Full nice. circle, full circle. Full circle, yes, perfect. If he's if kind of shit, like, you know, I, I was like, should I continue this with this? But then we, we came full circle. Should we just continue <laughs> doing it? Oh, shit. I mean, you can always change the order of things if you want. No, no, no. But then it's good. Like, I was just like, cut this. This is where... The first, the first week, the first week episode will end. <laughs> Thank you for everyone listening. Bye bye. <laughs> Some shit like that. Yeah. I'm actually sure. looking at the Greek alphabet, and yeah, it just makes no sense. I'm not even gonna try. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, epsilon. Oh, that's a word in German too. Epsilon, epsilon, epsilon. At, uh, at you mean you mean like the y. the letter? I think it was Y Upsilon. Yeah. I think they call it Upsilon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How did we jump from Delta to Omicron so fast? I don't know. Bullet train. <laughs> <laughs> was it because Upsilon was just hard enough, too hard to learn? They they were trying to market it. Okay, they were thinking like, what's the next big thing in diseases? And they were like, Omicron. I think it's uh, there's 24 like the last one is Omega oh. <laughs> last one is Omega okay so we should be back to normal in like what 21 years or something <laughs> there's 9 there's 9 left oh man I'm gonna be so old when that happens <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a way humanity will find, we'll a, find way, a way as you said as you said Omega. Like, exactly we'll find a way we'll adapt and we'll become a new species <laughs> hopefully not a new species I mean, if we could fly, we'd be pretty sweet. I think probably like you've gotten this question well, at least once in your life. If you can have any superpower you want, what would you actually want to have? I just want to be a little bit taller. Does that count? That's not a. That's not the. Is, is that a superpower? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm so short. I want to like be like tall and handsome. I don't know. <laughs> now, if I could have like like a real superpower. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if it exists, but yeah, some sort of like regeneration, like like let's say like I cut myself or I hurt myself, and I could like go back to normal. Like like my body would heal so fast. Like to me that would be amazing because you yeah, see like old yeah. people or you see people who have like these severe diseases, and you think uh, like they have so many projects and things they want to do, and they can't do it just because their body's like frail. Right. But if you have this thing where like you get sick and you can cure yourself. Mm-hmm. That would be a really nice power, but it's probably that, not scientifically accurate. No. Isn't that just worrying? 
I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that's Wolverine's second power, besides the claw. I'm... Oh. Yeah. Then, yeah, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I want to hear your superpower. I like after thinking about yours, I'm like, wow, you have like you you've thought about this. <laughs> you've thought about like I, I haven't. I really haven't. <laughs> I would want to teleport. Where? Anywhere. Like I do, I would want the ability to be able to teleport anywhere I want. Like. Like if you wanted to go to Singapore, you wouldn't have to go through customs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> I wouldn't need to go to custom. I don't need to pay money <laughs> to go anywhere, and I don't have to sit on the plane for like three or four hours or like twenty four hours. Like hell no. Exactly. Yeah. But then, but if you could teleport, you like, do you think you would be able to pinpoint exactly where you wanted to, or would it be something like Madrid, and then you would be like? In the middle of traffic. I mean, <laughs> well, we're, we're, I, I mean, we're just hoping, right? We're just hoping for this yeah. power. So definitely, I want to be able to like pinpoint, kind of like you know, spread out a map and just be like, okay, here, or just like you know, integrate Google Google Map with my powers yeah. and just like this looks like a good place and just teleport there and then just like walk out from the streets and just yay, we're here, good. What if you teleport, like, like let's say, if you do it like Google Maps, mm. you have like a mental image of a place. Yeah. What if you teleport to a specific location, like this part of town and the place that you've pinpointed, there's someone else at the moment. Do you collide with them or do you merge with the person? Oh, damn. Is it like a freaky, like horror movie situation right, or you right, just right. bump into them? Just trying to understand. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was just thinking about like, you know, trying to like teleport to a place where there's no people. Kind of like, you know, mid like alley or something. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, there could be animals, right? And then you, you, you're, you're, you're two biologists. No! <laughs> You'd become like a weird like half dog, half them kind of. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a different superpower though. I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess, I'll change it a little bit to be like open a, a, a portal, you know, a teleportation exactly. portal. If you op- if you open the portal, you can see before you go, and you yeah. can just like walk into. So, but that's basically just trying to be like Doctor Strange. I mean, it sounds good. Right, right, right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that just, I guess, like you're just afraid of dying, and I'm just, I just I, want to I travel. Am afraid of dying. <laughs> That's why I love onsen because when I go to onsen, I see like those like elderly men. I see like how how their bodies are changing and how I will join them one day. <laughs> I become like a really, you know, like a piece of wood just rotting uh... in the sun. That <laughs> <laughs> way to think of that. Actually, why, why would you laugh at that? <laughs> I laughed at everything. You know, it it, yeah. it hides the pain. Like, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Like, uh, speaking of, like, good qualities of onsen, I, I read online that apparently, like, uh, some researchers in Beppu. Yeah, like in, uh, in, in, Kyu- yeah, yeah right? in the Kyushu, yeah, yeah. like, uh, near Kyushu, uh, not near Kyushu, at Kyushu. They actually did, like, a research on, pe- like, you know, how onsen can actually affect you. You know, they test, like, the, what, the germs, like, the, what, what's that thing? Just, like, what it's, in, like, the cells in your body is, like, they take like you know samples like i don't know what kind of samples but they take samples and they actually research it and they say actually depending i know the you know every single time when you go to onsen they always write like oh it has this properties and it has this properties and it has this properties, oh yeah right? they have that yeah, yeah you yeah. you never really 
be super sure it's true. In Beppo, like some researchers actually managed to prove that oh, so if you actually go to some onsen, you the chances of you getting like obesity actually drops down by ten percent or something, or like you're like dying from this disease, like drop down for ten percent. It 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 differentiates with guys and girl like guys and women as well. So I was like, oh, okay, this is Japan is basically trying to make. You know, itself a healing center. I know, but I mean, it makes total sense when you think about it. Like, why does Japan have so many people who are over 100 years old, right, or 90 years old? I just assume because their food are bland. Nah, nah, that's 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 a big big statement. <laughs> nah, I mean, Japan's food is not bland, but then Japan's old time food were bland. Yeah, the traditional cuisine, definitely. Yeah, it's like fish, tofu, white rice, a lot of tea. Actually, that sounds actually not bad. <laughs> not just thinking about it, it, it sounds it not does bad. Sound it sounds good, not but, bad. But if but but if you eat that like three times a day every day of your life, then it's kind of you need some nasi lemak in your life. <laughs> <laughs> True, but yeah. I mean Japan definitely has more like oily shit right now. Like you know, I go to a convenience store and I'm like, "This is shit. This is shit. This is this has a lot of yeah. oil. This is fried. This is not good." Yeah. And I'm like, when you think about this kind of stuff that young Japanese people eat, I always think like these people are gonna die before they turn seventy. Like, for sure. I'm just amazed at how are they all thin. That's just me. That's a mystery. When people are like, when people say, "Oh, like the reason why Japanese people are thin because their food is super healthy," and blah blah blah, yeah, like, that's that's bullshit. That like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. They eat like these like super oily ramen cups. Right. And they eat like uh, fried chicken, and they drink so much alcohol. It's like how there must be some genetics involved. Has uh, to be like at least some genetics. I know they do a lot of sports. That that no. helps for sure. No. But it can't be all just sports and eating good. Like there's some genetics involved for sure. I would be walking like with like uh, some uh, girls, you know, and then we mm-hmm. see like a guy walking in front of them. I'd be like, like seriously, look at this guy. His legs is actually thinner than yours. Like I would just like you know because my legs are pretty thick, but I'm just like how are just guy because back in Malaysia I think、uh, usually guys. Their legs are bigger, and then like the woman, like not saying like yo, it's bad or good. It's just like usually girls has like thinner legs or something. But Japan, I feel like it's different. It's like the reverse. Usually guys have like so thin legs, which I'm like, if I have like a wooden plank and I just like throw it at your legs, it would snap. And not the plank, your legs. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So it's it's a mystery how Japanese people can like just stay thin. Not not even like you know like if you work out and like you you eat properly, that's a different story. You know, you're taking care、yeah. of your body. But even if you work out, you shouldn't be too thin. You should have some muscle, and you you become a little bigger, like bigger in the sense of like if you compare it with someone who's just thin. Yeah. Someone who work out like they have no fat or like little fat in their body, but still they have the muscle、uh-huh. mass. Yeah, that yeah. becomes bigger or heavier.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, there must be some some genetics involved. <laughs> I think I I, can, I can't really think of another cause for it. Yeah, Japan, but, yeah, but it's、people. amazing. Right, it's like, I, do do your company actually have bento? Um, like not,、uh, cafeteria. Um, we had like this area where we eat, but there was no cafeteria. Like everybody would bring their their own like lunch.、Uh, I would bring a lunchbox, or sometimes you know I would buy it out with. 
Yeah, we ha we had no cafeteria, at least in the office where I was. Like, it's a big company, so they have different offices. But the one where I was at, like, a lot of people, they would go to, go out for di for lunch at at, at noon. Yeah. Others would just eat in the eating space. Like, they would bring in their own bento, bento. from home. Or, oh. Yeah. Because, I mean, my company has, like, uh, provides, do like, do provide. If You have to buy yeah. it, obviously. But they do have, like, this lunch. And then, right uh, at the start, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine with eating. And this is, like, 300 yen every single day. It's cheap. And it's full. It's filling. But then I think two months in, and I was like, I feel kind of shit because everything is just fried. Yeah, so much, so many, like, so much of bento is just, like, a piece of fried pork with rice and some, some pickles, you know, like, like the... Right, right, yeah. Those, like, pink pickles, you know the ones I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The and ones that, yeah. like, uh, love that shit, though. Actually, it's so good, but... Yeah, no, it tastes but, so good, but if you have it every day, <laughs> you get tired of that shit. But messes up your diet, I think. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's like healthy, and then it, you get the same shit every day, it's a different thing. But then it's not healthy, exactly, yeah. and then it's you get tired of the oily feeling. So yeah, after a while, I actually stop ordering the bento, and I just like make my own lunch. But but occasionally, sometimes I'm like, I kind of miss because I just like pack rice. Broccoli and eggs and just like uh, what's that thing called? Chicken peas, chickpeas, super healthy. The chickpeas, yeah, 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 super healthy. Yeah, chickpeas are so good. Yeah, so good. I love them. I I recently found out that I can buy them in like the cans, and I've been buying them ever since. It's yeah, great. you should go to Portugal then. Like in like Christmas time, oh. we eat cod, we eat codfish with chickpeas. And, <laughs> I mean, at least my family we used to. It was just so good. Like right. just a big. Like bowl of chickpeas with codfish and olive oil on it. Like <laughs> I remember, like back in Malaysia, like chickpeas, like like the you know the the chickpeas like that we have is usually in cans. So like there's no there's not this they don't have the skin anymore. You don't there's no nothing to pick. Oh, up. it has been peeled off. Yeah, yeah right. Peeled off, uh, so chickpeas, I, yeah. back in Malaysia, we like my mom would always buy a a bunch of them, like a packet of them, and we, they, she would just like boil it, and then she would just like uh, how would you say? Just like bring it out and just like there eat it, and I would just sometimes enjoy like just plucking it, and just like eating a lot of it. Like sometimes my mom would want to actually save it for something else, and I would just finish the whole thing in like one sitting. <laughs> would you like? Would you eat them raw? Or they no, were, no, it's like boiled. Like it's boiled. Pre-boiled. Yeah, like, it's oh, boiled. Yeah. It's boiled. boiled. Yeah, it's like properly boiled. It's eatable, but yeah, <laughs> it's just good. I love. Yeah, it's it. little. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Would you prefer like chickpeas or lentil? Good question because I recently just like just today or like two days ago I bought lentils and I opened it and it's a different feeling because chickpeas I feel like you can eat it like one by one. Yeah. Lentils are impossible. You need to eat them with something else <laughs> or it's just like a You have spoonful. to make curry out of it or right. something. Yeah. Yeah. Or I just like, because for the sake of proteins, I would sometimes just throw it into like the rice and just like, yeah, I'm just going to fry it with you guys. <laughs> Easy. I don't, I don't really care too much for the bento. I just try to like eat healthily. As long as I don't die, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but that's so important, you know, like, I felt like in my university years, like I had the scholarship. So uh -huh. sometimes I would eat way too much yeah. and... And I was like eating so much, so much stuff that wasn't healthy, like big bowls of spicy ramen, oh, whatever. Good. It tastes good, but you, you're not supposed to eat it every day. 
it should be like a treat, like some something you eat like once a month or something. Uh, I actually did that today. I actually went and got like before the recording. I was like kind of having a not a great day, not not a great day. I was just tired. I was just like tired, and I was like before the podcast, I want something, and I thought of tsukimen. Like tsukimen is like my go-to yeah. in Japan. Like I don't really like going for ramen. I love tsukimen. Yeah, I like the thick broth, like the the thick soup-ish thing. A thick broth, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, broth, thick broth, and yeah, I just love it. I love it more than ramen. I ramen is kind of like hit hit or miss for me because like so much ramen is bland and they're all the same and not so tasty. But if if you find the one that really suits you, then yeah. to me it's like top notch, right. absolutely. It just depends on who's making it, I guess. It's definitely true. I mean, that's what, like that's the why that's the reason why I always try to go for skimmen. I think I've only had one skimmen that tasted like basically the the chef didn't even put any effort. It felt like he just separated the noodles, like the ramen. <laughs> <laughs> and this was quite recently, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> And like just right before, I was even telling someone, I was like, "Yeah, Japan doesn't really have a hit or miss in food. It's usually it's not for you or it's for you." And I was wrong. The next day, I went to this shop and it was shit. And I was like, "Wow, this yeah. this shop is a miss." I mean, to to me, like most Japanese food is okay. Yeah, but I I can't really handle those. Um, you know, like that kind of like very fancy Japanese cuisine that's super expensive. Like uh-huh. uh, they call it like. Kaiseki ryori. Oh, like, uh, is like uh, like little dishes with uh, usually with some sort of seafood or whatever. It's like it's very exquisite and it looks super pretty, but it tastes like I don't know. Shit. <laughs> not shit, but it just tastes like not like food. It tastes like some sort of perfume. I guess. Uh, I oh know. wait, is this like the the ryori that usually if you go to a ryokan they would serve you? Yeah, like yeah, the ryokan. Like a good yoka, you can get that kind of stuff. Right, right. But it's not it's not like the normal menu. It's like the very fancy one you would get for like a banquet. I, uh-huh. It's like the type of stuff I assume you know, the Japanese prime minister gets at a meeting or something. Oh, yeah. I think I've to, actually to me, had it. I have had yeah. it. Yeah. It's just, I mean, the rice is okay, but there's so many, so much stuff in there that just doesn't suit my palate. Uh, I just, I, I, I much prefer like the <laughs> oily kind of like Japanese foods, like the homemade kind of stuff than those kinds of like fancy. Just give, me, just give me a gyudon every day. <laughs> Any day. Absolutely. I mean, su- sukiya is like, it's bland, but it works. Like, I, give me like a sukiya menu every day. I, I'll take it. Actually, I recently found, so like, you know, Andre and me are, we went to Niigata University, but Niigata has more sukiya than every other place I've ever been. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure why. Like, you know, in Niigata, yeah. like in Tokyo, at, as uh, I've been in Tokyo for a few times, you rarely see any skia. It's always like Yoshinoya or like, what? what's the other one? Matsuya. Matsuya yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Matsuya is super big. Super, super big. Yeah. And Yoshinoya is sometimes is here. And in Niigata, I think I've only seen like one Matsuya. Yeah. And like a few Yoshinoya here and there. I don't. Th- I don't think I've ever seen a Matsuya in uh, in Niigata. I don't remember seeing. One. Oh, then probably the one I saw was probably Yoshinoya. Oh, the one in Furumachi. Oh, there was one. There was one Matsuya near the south exit of Niigata Station. I remember. Oh yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but, but it, it wasn't like next, like near the station. You had to walk like ten minutes. Yeah, I know where it is. Like it's close to Lavula, oh, right? Lavula. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what there's there's also one in like Furumachi. I'm not really sure if it's a. There could be. Yeah. I, in Furumachi, there's a Yoshinoya. I ah, okay, okay, that's a Yoshinoya. But yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. One. I I used to go there like before rehearsing with like I I had a band in Niigata, right? Oh yeah. And I we used to go there sometimes before practice, and then we would go because the studio was nearby. So. Wait, how? What was it like to have a like? How did you even start? You know, having a band. Started on Facebook, like I was playing drum, I was playing drums by myself uh-huh. a lot, like because you know I was a master student, so basically I just had to manage my own time, write my pieces, and I had a lot of free time on my hands. So yeah, <laughs> I was playing, I was playing a lot of drums by myself, and it kind of got boring. Like I like playing drums, but I kind of missed playing with people. Like back home, I used to have not not bands, but I used to play with some friends. Like I would play guitar or. I would play the drums with them and then I didn't have that anymore. So I started looking for people and I found this like group of like foreigners in Niigata. Okay. With mostly people like running, like they were doing like uh, people who were taking part in the marathon or whatever. Uh But then like there were also some people talking about these open mic events, like Uh where bands would play. So Uh I just asked one of the guys there and he was like, oh, sure, I'll introduce you to some people there. So I went to the open mic in Furumachi. Yeah. And then there I met my buddy JD. Like he's from Canada. He's been in Niigata for forever. Like his family is all Japanese now and everything. <laughs> but I met him and like we had the same taste in music and he he's an amazing guitar player. So we just we just decided, okay, let's go to the studio and uh, just try to do something. Like let's jam, let's try to play some songs. And so for a few months I played only with him. Okay. Just the two of us. And mm-hmm. we even played in the open mic, just drums, guitar, and his voice. Oh. Just the two of us. And then he started bringing some Japanese friends along. Like there was this guy who played guitar as well. There was a bass player. At some times we even had Ava. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Here. Like, she, she sang like three or four songs with us. Yeah. And that was like in the later stage of it. But it started with just the two of us. Just me and JD from Canada just playing some cover songs. And that's how it came through. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. It, it was nice. It was super nice. Yeah. That's really nice that you found you kind of found like your own like community or like you not even found your own community. You kind of made the whole thing, you know, from start. I mean, fresh. absolutely. Like, like I at some point I was spending more time there than at the university. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could tell. It it became my thing. Like I, I had two things in Niigata. It was basically, I I had soccer at Sundays. Like we had the international soccer club. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mostly like African students, like from Nigeria, Malawi, everything. And I think and, uh, Tony. Some Japanese. <laughs> oh, from China, right? Yeah, I actually. Yeah, Tony was. He was there for maybe three or four times, I think. Yeah. I'm actually trying to get him on. He's such a busy man. He's such a busy man. Yeah, he's, he seems like it. <laughs> I've I've been trying. I think I ever since the podcast started, I've been trying to get him on because he has such an interesting. <laughs> Like he went from, you know, the a kid who does not like to study to like now he's getting scholarships. He's doing educational stuff. I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> Have you tried calling his manager? No, I'm just kidding. It's fine, obviously. I'll 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 ask him in return for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> you like ask for a favor? Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, you you kind of owe me a favor for all the times you. Rec- you know refuse my call so yeah 
I guess free. I'll have to make like a like, like a four hour episode or something. No, like no, 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 no. That that's not enough. I just said that okay, everything I you know, when I go to China, when I go to your place, you're paying. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. he said yes. He actually said yes. He's probably gonna own up to it. I think he'll He will, he will. Or at he'll least put I his will money where him. his mouth is, yeah. I think I will definitely make him. I guess one last question would would be kind of all right unless it suddenly turned into a different conversation but what are your plans like you know you quitted your job and you're just like fuck <laughs> as time went by like i realized i wasn't like doing something that i really enjoyed right, even right. though i was you know i was uh my japanese was improving i mm-hmm. was getting this like first-hand experience but like i want to focus on stuff that gives me pleasure right, right. like for example writing poetry this is like a for, like for your listeners like everybody who listens to your podcast they speak english and probably not portuguese but i'm going to publish a poetry book in portuguese like oh. you know like i have signed like the publishing contract and everything it should oh, be wow. should be coming out in january in portugal okay. so if anyone listening like if they can read portuguese you know they can look me up afterwards you can I'll share, my, I'll share. In, my Instagram handle or whatever. You know, oh, okay. I focus on the on the book because it's, it's going to be out. Right. Um, it's crazy. Dude, yeah, the... I'm going to do a lot of translation. Sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. like no, nothing. It's just like all oh, like because I I I'm not even sure like when this is gonna come out. <laughs> Maybe April or like yeah, sure. March, no, so. So, so. But definitely like at that time if you know if it comes out and I you know, catch wind of it, I'll definitely linked you i was like yay like you know, <laughs> yeah i, I mean i don't know this, i i don't uh, have that language. much i don't have that much yeah. like you know like view i mean i'll, I'll just yeah. do whatever i can and you know we'll see you know, who knows right? yeah yeah i mean I'll, I'll be i'll be publishing like a really really small publishing house so like even back home like if 100 people read it i'll be super happy like because right. <laughs> it's not gonna be like the next hit or something it's a really small publishing house and it's just mostly like stuff that I wrote during these two years working in Japan. Like I, I found a lot of time to write because I needed like some time to process everything that I was going through. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like used poetry as a means to express myself. Oh. And I sent it to a publishing house and they were interested in, in publishing it. But yeah, it's just a lot of personal reflections, basically. Not fancy stuff. <laughs> Sorry for the cliffhanger. But as always, thank you for listening. This is Tom from Abroad Madness, and we will see you next episode. Bye-bye.